This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Tori Phantom. And I'm Gwena Lathland. This podcast is dedicated to parents with vibrant hair, facial piercings, weird tattoos, and the wardrobe of your average attendee of Warp Tour. Tori, you just described yourself. Yep. And you and a whole bunch of other moms, emo kids with kids and goth moms doing goth shit. It was never a phase, mom. It really wasn't. Okay, speaking speaking of phases that it turns out was actually just a phase, I think I'm over Halloween. I've been over Halloween since the beginning of October, but I think we need to set the timer. <laughs> oh, we do. So yeah, I'm I'm over Halloween. And the the way I say I'm over Halloween is I used to be the spooktastic house. Like it was over the top. It was a lot. I was thinking like end user experience to trick-or-treaters coming up to my house. <laughs> like I had the the safe kitty zone where they could come up and there was nothing scary. And then I had the medium zone for kids who were just tippy-toeing. And then I had the, the spook zone where like you think saw is too tame kind of thing. My executive doesn't function well enough to have more than a single Halloween decoration. Maybe if I found it on clearance sale a week before Halloween and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll decorate with that. I need you to understand my executive function doesn't do well with this either because everything else just ceases to function while I I handle (laughs) Halloween dishes. Fuck them. I need to set up this 32 foot skeleton. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I was that house, but a couple things happened. First we moved. Um, mm-hmm. We moved to an area that no one does anything for Halloween. We moved way further away. Uh, like I live out in the sticks. No, yeah. no trick or treaters. The, the area we live in is very isolated from the rest of the town just because of how it's laid out. There's only one way in around. No one does Halloween. There are no trick-or-treaters. It's that's not a millennial bitching about well back in my day. We all no no no. Like I grew up in a more uh sticks area than you live in mm-hmm. now. Yes. So this is yes. all very familiar. I grew up on a yeah. dirt road on a mountain in the middle of nowhere with like six houses. Like we didn't right. Halloween there. We would leave. We would go somewhere <laughs> you else. You go to the nice neighborhood. You go to suburbia and, yeah. and that's where they're doing Halloween. Absolutely. So did you do any Halloween this year around your house? I tried. I tried and I did not find the joy in doing it. It was just a thing I'm doing because I'm supposed to. But here's the thing. I'm not sad. Like, I'm not sad because it was just a phase. Now, it was a several years long phase. But when I took all the Halloween decorations down, I packed up a few. Like, I'm not going to do zero of them. But I'm just going to do things for me. No one else is going to be partaking in these. So I don't need to go that big or that hard. So accepting the good memories of the phase and moving on to the next one. I don't regret the phase and I don't regret that the phase ended. I am surprised it was a phase. I did not feel it was a phase while I'm in it. But I think that's the nature of phases, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like your new phase is just Christmas where you just keep sending me videos of so many Christmas decorations. And I'm like bro like i love this for you but that's how where do you where do you store it all before christmas explodes in your house like that has always been beyond me when i look at people who do seasonal decor especially to the level that you achieve and i'm like do you have like a secret room in your house no tetris is a life skill i tetris is a life skill i don't have that one i know (laughs) (laughs) but it got me thinking about okay so I thought that I was out of phases. Like when we think of phases, we typically tend to specifically think of teenagers. Well, and it's always this negative connotation of phases when we're thinking about kids going through phases. 
And I have this different take on phases. What's that? Be- I think that our life is a series of phases. It it doesn't mm-hmm. end, you know, and yeah. it's it's everything. It's not just the things we're interested in, right? Like mm-hmm. I've always told my kids that your body never stops growing and changing, right? Because every mm-hmm. piece of our life is a different phase, right? Including, right. and I just tell my kids, I say, the older you get, the smellier and hairier you get. And I think that's true, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's part of the phase of aging. And yeah. I think that as adults, like how boring would it be if we never went through a new phase? If there was never something new that made us so excited yeah. that this is like, this is my personality this month because I'm so excited. Like, I love a good phase. I love right. a good phase. Well, and some of us cycle through phases a lot faster than others. I mean, the Halloween one, I was there for a solid decade. Yeah. Um, and now that it's it's ended and it's it's sort of wrapping up and I still like Halloween, I'll still celebrate Halloween, but I'm just, I don't need to go full send. Yeah. That it no longer well, brings me the joy. That's a thing I think is fun to consider is the phases that weren't phases. Because yeah. I think we've all, especially as teenagers, when your parents look at you and they're like, this is just a mm-hmm. phase. And you're, mm-hmm. and now like as an adult, I'm like, jokes on you. I'm still Kidding. really strange. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on the lifelong commitment badge here, y'all. Yeah, and I think, you know, in the, in the 2000s, right, I mm-hmm. graduated high school in 2010. So oh, I started, sorry. I, sorry, sorry. I started high school in 2005, right? Because it was like mm-hmm. the 2005 to 2006 years. So. I was already out of high school. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but that year, let me tell you, yeah. was a great was, year for the emo kid. That was the That was the epitome of emo kid with the music that went along with it. Yeah. And that phase, right? Like I was 100% watching Fuse. I wanted to go to Warp Tour, but I never got to. And I was fully emo kid. And my mom wouldn't let me wear black eyeliner because it was too adult, which I still don't understand. Doesn't matter. But the Hot Topic, everything, it's I had to go to Hot Topic. There. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I had the trip pants with like the the bondage belts on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, all of that. That was me. And my mom would roll her eyes so hard. Like this is this is just a phase. And to this day, I'm 31 years old and I still shop at Hot Topic. And I still look like a 15 year old boy ready to go to Warp Tour. And she's like, well, you can't be this way forever. No, I can't. I actually think that's the way this is going. No, no, no. Industry secret. The day we are recording this episode, the new Green Day tour tickets went on sale. Yeah. And we are going to leave this recording session and immediately get in queue to get our Green Day. (laughs) Both of us. Separate cities. We're both going to the Green Day tour. Like that was the sign of aging for me was not that I've changed phases into what I'm into, but the fact that the bands I'm excited to see this summer, it's all like divorced dad rock. (laughs) Like I'm going to see Creed. I'm going to see Fallout Boy. <laughs> it's like when I was in the 90s and my mom was going to see Cher and she was so excited. And it's the same thing. Yeah. Same. But we're same. wearing skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a phase. When, when I got my first tattoo, my very first tattoo was of my only at the time child. That was my first tattoo. It was a stick figure with her name under it. And I've since expanded that tattoo for the other two children that I eventually birthed. But... My mom was like, you're going to regret that. Okay. It's been 16 years and I'm now covered in them. I regret none of them. (laughs) So I will say that I am happy I didn't have money when I was (laughs) in my late teens, early 20s, because I would actually, I think I would have regretted it. I think I I would have found a way to regret some of them. Yeah. And now it's like in that point, my mom says to me like, well, what about when you're like 70? What are they going to look like? And I'm like, I don't think anybody who is 70 years old has great skin. Right. Like, I think that's like, and that's okay. That's like, a, like, how cool is it? You made it to 70 and your right. skin that's looks just, really wrinkled. That's the aging like, process. I will have tie-dyed wrinkly skin <laughs> at 70. And I think I'm going to be happy about it. It's not, right. yeah, it's cool. And and that's tattoos, piercings, all of that. And, you know, I have, mm-hmm. uh, my, my ears are stretched to nine sixteenths. Yeah. And I desperately wanted to do that in high school. I'd go to Spencer's and I'd buy the tapers and yeah. I'd get them home and I'd get to a size 10 and my mom would notice and yell at me and make me take them out. And I like to laugh because clearly her opinion on that really mattered. It ma- it changed mine. And now I don't have massively stretched ears, you know. See, 
And weirdly, piercings are, they were a phase for me. I've had both nostrils. I've had my septum, my eyebrow, all the way up and down my ear and bits that yeah. until I got them pierced, I didn't realize I could pierce those. <laughs> um, like I was in talks to have body, to, to have implanted jewelry. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my piercer about that and that yeah. fell the through. The heavily pierced idea. That was, that was a phase for me too. I still yeah. have facial piercings, but not as many as I thought I would have, if you would have yeah. asked me 15 years ago. I was shocked that after three years I took my septum out and I, I took it out for a valid reason. And then I didn't feel like putting it back in. Yeah. I just never put it back in. And right. I was like, oh, I guess that was a phase. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, and that's, I mean, the, all of those types of things when we're talking tattoos, piercings, obviously mm -hmm. tattoos are a phase that is a little harder to fall out of. Right. Because they're, they're permanent as there. it turns out. But I mean, like the colored hair that we both have done. Yes. I think you've fallen out of that phase so much. I have not. No, this is, this is an intentional move. Yes, it's intentional. But because you didn't want to have to keep doing it every month. No, no, it's deeper than that. <laughs> okay. It's, it's because I'm releasing a book very soon. Yeah. And it's called Mama Cusses, A Field Guide to Responsive Parenting. I'm going By TikTok to TikTok sensation, Gwena Lathland. I hate you. I'm no. going to be going to a bunch of different places where I want to be flying my freak flag, but I also want you to read this book because I feel it's really important for the landscape of parenting. So I can only do so much banner raising. Mm. So I've dialed it back intentionally. This is not a version of I'm hiding myself. This right. is a, it's it's not just a phase. Well, it's also easier to maintain if you're on a book tour. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. Okay. Okay. So as soon as we're off the book tour, as soon we're as gonna we're off have the book rainbow tour, hair. It's going back. It's coming back. If you're a wine lover, I'm going to let you in on a little secret for finding your new favorite wines. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your wine preferences that are as unique as you are. To start, I answered a few quick questions on their website about what flavors I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé. Based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored, so I get more of what I enjoy. I really love how First Leaf tailors to my needs, and I really like cooking with wine, so I found so many different flavor profiles to include through First Leaf. Besides the great wines, the best part of the First Leaf Wine Club is the perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge and can choose when and how often I want my box delivered. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash childproof to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L. L-E-A-F dot com slash childproof. Try com slash childproof. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you're on the move. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash childproof. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash childproof. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It's targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. We love to see it. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash childproof. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash childproof. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. Shape your life with Honey Love. And that's, I mean, it's so fun, I think, too. When we're we're looking at the phases to also mm -hmm. look at the things that are like that definitely not a phase. And I think for me, what everyone in my life wishes was a phase. Rent. It's rent. rent. It's, it's 100% rent. It's 100% rent. rent. And I saw rent on Broadway when I was nine. Little did my it's mom never know stopped. <laughs> that it would become a lifelong obsession that anyone who knows me knows everything about it and every word to every song unwillingly. Yes. And I, I just, it makes me happy. I'd, when I'm happy, I listen to it. When I'm sad, I listen to it. I watch it. I read about it. I read everything about it. It's it's not a phase. I never see a point in my life where I'm going to be like, I'm over it. I can't. It's a part of me now. So I've seen your pictures. 
of your past. You've, sh- you've shared them with me. Here is a phase that was definitely a phase. I think Swifties call them eras. Okay. The era that we both endured and uh-huh. sucked so bad at <laughs> was our live, laugh, love era. Oh, yeah. We, we yeah. both. And we don't say that in a negative way. But like when we say a live, laugh, love era, you get a picture in your head yeah. of what someone might dress like if they are a live, laugh, love person. And this was early 2010s live, laugh, love. So it was a different flavor. Millennial gray wasn't a thing. No, no. shade on millennial gray. No. Do you know what it was instead of millennial gray? I honestly see where millennial gray came from after the phase I went through with my live, laugh, love. Yeah. What was yours? LuLaRoe. <laughs> I I would go millennial gray after the 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 LuLaRoe phase. Oh yeah, those those prints were atrocious. They were so bad, but they were they were soft. But for me, that phase came from this desperation to be taken seriously as a mom, mm-hmm. because I was a teen mom and I yeah. was so insecure about that. And I was like, I have to look like a mom looks like. And so I was trying to shove myself into this box because I didn't know how to create this fashion sense. It wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. I never felt comfortable. But I was like, if I wear LuLaRoe with a cardigan and have my hair long, then I'll fool everyone. (laughs) I'll blend in. I didn't. All of those pictures are not good. It's they're awkward. They look. I look like I'm in pain because I was. My (laughs) my my live laugh love stage was infinity scarves. Ooh, chevron. So I've never been able. I've never been able to do an infinity scarf or any scarf because they're too necky. I can't they're have things <laughs> touch my neck, and that's that, like that, the whole purpose of a scarf. But no, no, no. That's that was the infinity scarf. That's what saved me because those were in. They those hang those droop. Yeah, but they touch the back your of your neck. <laughs> like when <laughs> I say necky, I don't. I don't mean just the front. See, I don't. <laughs> I don't like being strangled. But yeah. infinity scarves can do that. That and the riding boots. Those knee high boots. With with I never leggings. Had those. I never had that's what that was a problem for me because I never knew what shoes to wear. I was like, I have Converse. Do these work with the Lularo <laughs> pants and the cardigans? I don't think it they was, do. Well, I'm here's the thing. That wasn't a phase for you. I'm taking it back. It was a phase for me because I, I did enjoy it. Uh, the, I, I yeah. like the infinity scarves. You never, that was not a phase. That was just lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even lying. Like I was, I was trying to be something I wasn't, which yeah. was a phase of mine. I would say that part was a phase. And mm-hmm. that's one of those phases that you look back on and you're like, that wasn't a good phase for me. Like I yeah. was so unhappy. If mm-hmm. I was and and I couldn't figure out that it was because I was trying to be something I wasn't, you know? And the thing is, I hear I have people ask me now, like, how do you get over the way that people like look at you when you leave the house like that? Like, how do you have that confidence? And they're not asking it in like a malicious way, right? It's right. not a judgment. It's like, I wish I could do that. How do you mm-hmm. do that? And it's like, if I did anything else, I would be so unhappy. Yeah. And that is worse to me than mm-hmm. people giving me weird looks when I walk into a Kroger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's fine. I would rather feel comfortable in my skin than try to fit in a box that wasn't built for me. Now, here's a thing that I will say that I, I feel prepared me for parenthood. The phases that I have gone through in hobbies... <laughs> so many hobbies. Oh so God. many hobbies. So many. Yeah. I have phases that have never left, but the hobbies, like I can crochet you a hat in one uh-huh. hour. I haven't mm-hmm. crocheted a hat in years, but I crocheted so many hats in 2016 mm-hmm. that it's I can do it in my sleep now. The amount, the amount of knowledge I have about soil, moisture, and density, what types of dirt different types. I went through a, just like everybody else in 2020, cause this was in 2020. We didn't have anything better to do. Yeah. I was a plant mom. <laughs> I, I was a plant mom specifically. I, I grew cactus from seeds and all of the other plant moms out there, plant moms, plant dads, plant parents, I'm inclusive. All of the other plant parents out there are like, oh, cactus from seed. Whoa. I literally, it never even occurred to me that that was a thing you could do. Like the amount of street cred. I just got from plant parents because I grew cactus from seed, but <laughs> not even cutting y'all just one. And it died like four days after I decided I was done with the face, but I got it. It is hard to kill a cactus. You'd think that, huh? Um, <laughs> you, you'd think that I would think that, but I've cycled through. I've done, if there's a thread craft, I've done it. Mm-hmm. If there's a food craft, I've done it. I've, I still, 
riddle me this. Why is the entire Wilson cake decorating set still in my kitchen? I'm never you going to decorate You can't get rid of them because like, what if someday you would decide you want to d- decorate a cake again? Right. I go through phases with, with cooking sometimes where it's like, I am going to be a star pastry chef. Like I spent a whole month one time perfecting shoe dough so I could make puff pastry. And I did. I did it. I made cream puffs. They were very good. And you never made it again? Not once. But I did. I made the shoe dough and it didn't taste like egg. I perfected it and then I quit. I am very happy that Jack, my husband, very rarely says you can't. He He's just yeah. as guilty of it. We both collect hobbies and then we both very much do the all in to the hobby thinking this is going to be yeah. the one that sticks. This is going to be the one. The the baking and the cooking hobby. Yeah. He has just let me be until I wanted to spend five hundred dollars on a sourdough steam baker pan thing. Mm. Yeah, I don't blame him there, honestly. Um, I'm so grateful. He was like, "No, no, that's no, too much. That's we're what not I love. doing Jim that." Jim <laughs> does not cycle hobbies. He is always uh-huh. like the same thing since I've known him, and it's mostly seven dust. And. Uh, <laughs> But what I love, he told me, it was my favorite compliment I've ever received is he told me once that the thing he loves most about me is when you decide that you're going to do something, I know that you're going to figure out how to do that. Like, I have no doubt in my head that if you're like, this is a thing I'm going to learn how to do. I'm like, yeah, that's they're going to know how to do that in like 45 minutes somehow. And that's that's how I work. But it's like, I have to want to do it. And then if I... If it's something I'm not interested in, there's no way I can figure it out. Here's why I'm super grateful that I've had so many phases with my hobbies. It prepared me and continues to prepare me for parenting Mm -hmm. because the hobbies and the cycles and the eras and the phases kids go through so many. There's so many. And it's so easy. It is so easy to fall into this like negative idea of those phases but i think it's so fun because you watch them take pieces of those phases into the next one i have tried very hard this year to be mindful of the good things like human brains for very good reasons we store the bad way easier than we store the good that's to protect ourselves of course If we learn of a bad thing we need to retain that so the next time we enter an unsafe situation we remember oh yeah this is a bad thing how do i handle this that's why we remember the bad better than we remember the good but on my part requires a certain amount of mindfulness i have to remind myself to be grateful that we are out of the pink fong baby shark stage i'm so baby shark baby shark and to all of the parents whose kids we just triggered because you were listening to this out loud we are not sorry we all we all have to endure that. But do you know what else we had to endure? And I had to endure this, I think, in a way you didn't have to. Okay, so, but I know there are parents out there who are going to feel for me, who have more than one daughter with enough age gaps between them that you had to go through a fr- frozen phase for 10 years straight. <laughs> ten, 10 years because it, it just kept coming back. Each one of them found it on their own. <laughs> all of my kids have dressed up as Elsa at least twice. <laughs> One year, they all dressed as Elsa for Halloween, but they all picked a different song, so they weren't wearing the same dress. But they were all Elsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten years of Elsa. Uh, they they finally let it go. <laughs> Stop right go. now. Get out. <laughs> Episode over. Ring the fucking timer. I'm, I'm leaving. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like. 
without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. There's the easy to identify phases. So there's the infant phase. Yeah. There's the why phase. And Mm -hmm. really, for the most part, those are just a matter of waiting. Can I say, when we talk about the why phase, uh, Mm -hmm. personally, I love the why phase because like, I will continue to answer your question why. (laughs) I will continue going because that's fun for me. Okay, but I learned from you because there comes a point where it comes from a real why to just Mm -hmm. saying why because and Gwenna taught me years ago that if you hit that part of the why questioning where they're just saying why to say it, you stop and look at them and say, can you ask a better question? Yes. Because then then they have to think to change it, right? Because, oh, maybe I do have something else to ask. And it's like hitting a hard reset on the why. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they're like, I don't have a better question. And then they just wander off. Like you ended the why loop. Yeah. And if they don't, if they don't, and they're like, I don't have a different question. And they say why again. And you go, I actually am done with this game. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's okay. You can set that boundary during the why phase. Even if they get mad, like they're going to, they're going to, that's the phase. You're (laughs) fine with the why phase. Um, I'm less fine. Where we swap though, I'm completely fine with the, well, actually. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen, I call it the Redditor phase. Well, actually. And it's because I don't know if there's like a specific age that kids hit this. I don't think. I think it's a little random. It's a little random. My tween hit it around 10. Mm -hmm. And it's always, well, actually. And I'm like, and and sometimes totally valid. Yeah. I I don't always hate it. But sometimes I'm like, here is this information that I have known for years. I've yeah. researched this. I know a lot on the topic. And I say something and she's, well, actually, well, actually, <laughs> I know more about this than you do. <laughs> but I always, so here's the thing. While it can be frustrating, I never project that frustration onto mm-hmm. her because mm-hmm. that well actually is coming from a place of confidence. Yes. Perhaps misguided. <laughs> Perhaps misguided, but I can at that point have a conversation with her and say, listen, Mm -hmm. bud, I see how you got from point A to point B here, but here's where I think you got a little off track. You kind of missed B and got to D, and that has (laughs) nothing to do with the alphabet we're talking about, okay? You're inventing letters at this point, Pumpkin. Yes. And so then at that point, we can have that conversation and kind of get back to correct, because as long as the well actually isn't said with like a condescending tone, I'm fine with it. But we do call it the Redditor phase in my house. We have... (laughs) 
It's specifically the boy child who has entered it, which is why I know full well it can be all over the place. <laughs> the girl child is still deep in a Y phase. Um, the boy child has moved on to well, actually, and his specific phrasing is actually maybe we could. And then he <laughs> says whatever. Actually, maybe we could. I know that some nonsense is about to fall out of his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just making stuff up. Um, he specifically asked me, mom, can I have a piece of candy? And I was like, no, now's not the time, buddy. It's almost dinner time, but you can have a piece after dinner. Mm -hmm. And he was like, actually, maybe we could have candy first and then I could have dinner. I was like, actually, no, <laughs> I prefer to get some protein and healthy fat in you before I give you the sugar. So let's do it this way. Actually, maybe we could sun. <laughs> Stop. You're not getting candy before dinner, my guy. Can can we talk about, because that's a very specific sentence, right? <laughs> well, actually, we could. And I think that's a, a phase that happens with our kids, too, where they kind of have these vocal fillers that aren't yes. um. But it's a very specific them thing. Yeah. Uh, and like my littlest right now, her vocal filler is mom. I yeah. want you. All right. I'm going to talk to you like she talks to me. So, mom, I was eating breakfast and mom, I think what I wanted um, and mom, I wanted some toast, mom. Yeah. And I'm like, just, just take a breath instead. <laughs> and mom and mom. Yeah. And I'm, OK. All right. This is the face right now. Like, I'm not going to tell her to stop saying my name, but there is a very specific uh, family guy skit that now that I've said family guy. Everyone is thinking it. Who's ever been exposed to I've Western never media? Watched Family Guy. Mom, 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 mama, mama, mama. It's just Stewie standing right next to Lois, who's the mom character. Just mom, mom, mama, mama, mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> and she finally turns around and goes, What? He goes, I love you. <laughs> and runs off. <laughs> it's, it's the epitome of parenting. Whether you like or dislike Family Guy, I fall in neutral ground there. Whether you like or dislike Family Guy, that is the single most applicable, correct scene ever made in the history of TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> one of my kids starts every sentence with, you want to know something? <laughs> and I, I responded one day and I said, if I say no, are you still going to tell me? And she said, yeah. And I said, all right, go ahead. My child <laughs> is also in a holy moly stage. Anything that requires any sort of reaction, anything. Holy moly, that's really cool. Holy moly, I need to pee. Holy moly, I found my shoe. I do that. My current go-to when something exciting happens with my kids, I say, wowzer, bowsers. I don't know where that came from. I just started saying it one day and I can't stop. It was probably from the internet around the time that the Mario think, movie was coming no, out. I don't even think that's it. I've been saying it for like a year. I can't stop. Wowzer Bowsers. Okay, so okay. here's here's another phase that I think just like we have phases that return. Like we have mm -hmm. phases that will leave for a little bit and oh, then yeah. we're back. Oh yeah. It's like that reset fandoms a lot yeah. of the time. F yes. Yeah. Um I am in and out of Doctor Who phases all Me the time. Me too. One hundred percent. I just left a Doctor Who phase. Yeah. Um I watched all of David Tennant's and then I was like, I'm done. I do that with the Sims too. I go through a Sims phase yeah. every couple years. I do that with a bunch of different crafts. Yeah. Video games in general for me, just mm -hmm. I go in and out of it and crafting. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm on a New York Times crossword phase. That's my, my kids, game. My kids found this phone game that they like and now we all have it and we just sit on the couch next to each other and it's literally just unpacking boxes and organizing our house. Yeah. No, that actually send, send me that link. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but... I think the phases that drive me the most nuts, even though I know it's a phase, I have to let them do it, is the independent to a fault phase. And there's 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 even levels inside that because you get the I do it myself and the top. And they're just phase. like screaming at themselves over a shoe. Because right. it's always the shoes. It's, That's what the yes. merch should be for our podcast. It's, it's always, always the shoes. shoes. That and um uh gene snaps. Yeah, like or, or buttons or zippers, whatever, zippers. Mm -hmm. whatever is in the fly Lots. of your. Oh pants. my god! That as a parent, one of my least favorite things in all of my parenting years is trying to put 
gloves, gloves on a child less than just eight keep years your hands old. Straight. Just, just keep, keep your hands straight. I can't get the fingers in the right hole. I can't. I can't get the. Yeah. Like no, they, there's no they way to develop do and they don't arthritis for a moment. They don't want mittens. Right. No, it has to be the gloves that they can't figure out where to put their fingers and it hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, can you help? Yeah. Just hold your hand still. They don't. Yeah. Then I cannot help. You, this is, you are mono fingered now. The, you've got three <laughs> fingers and one finger hole. That's just how you're going to wear it if you're not going to keep your hands today. still. Yeah. And But that <laughs> evolves. It evolves. I think that's the toddler phase. And then you get to mm-hmm. like that early mid elementary phase where uh-huh. the I do it myself is more informed. Yes. And so they're pretty good at doing things for themselves, mm-hmm. right? Like those self-help skills are solid. And so now they're like, well, but I then can... they try to go one step they, above they their take own it the skill. Next, and it's so important. That's how yes. they learn things. Yes. But the messes you clean up and that's my middleist has been in this phase currently, mm-hmm. currently where she will do things for herself. And she does a pretty good job, mm-hmm. but she doesn't tell me like, I'm going to try to do this for the first time by myself. And it's mm-hmm. happened with chocolate milk. Uh, yesterday, it happened with the cheese drawer because she was trying to see if we had baby bells. Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but So she will decide I am going to do this thing. Right. But what cracks me up about this phase with her is after it goes wrong, mm-hmm. that's when she finds me and says, and it's a script. OK, it's every time. So, mom, we kind of got a problem because I made a mistake and I probably should have told you first, but I need your help now. And then I'm like, oh, what am I getting into? Okay, the cheese drawer is half out, maybe broken. No, it's good. Okay, I can put that. <laughs> oh, the chocolate milk powder's on the ceiling somehow. How did you do that? <laughs> but she's learning. <laughs> that that doesn't actually uh, stop. You know that. But that that doesn't oh, stop. Yeah. Um Abby was 14. So this, this was not that long ago. And she had been in a home ec class and learned how to make tomato soup. Um, Mm. so she wanted to make us tomato soup. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I encourage you getting in the kitchen. Have fun. Absolutely. So she got the tomatoes and she made it from scratch. Like she went out, she, she picked out specific tomatoes that she requested from the store. And she made it from scratch. So she roasted them in the oven and then she boiled them together with a whole bunch of different ingredients for flavor. And then after that, she strained out all the seeds. It was a multi-step. This was high-end tomato soup, y'all. Yeah. And then she dumped it in the blender. And then she put the cap on the blender. Then she turned the blender on. And if you've ever put boiling liquid inside a blender and then put the lid on it, and then added speed and pressure by turning it on. Well, the lid, if you don't have your hand on it, is really, really not going to stay on there. So mm-hmm. tomato soup everywhere. Was she okay? She was fine. I do not know how it all missed her. But everything in that kitchen was dyed orange <laughs> until we, we moved out. It never came off. Of course not. We had to repaint the cabinets when we moved out of the house. Yeah. Everywhere. And she was like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, I do. <laughs> Let me teach you something. <laughs> this is a teachable moment. Yeah. When they're doing the independent thing, though, have you ever had that where they're doing an independent thing and you recognize, like, why are they doing that? And then you're in mm-hmm. this moment of, I appreciate that you're doing that, but I'm not happy with why you're doing that. This is yeah. a very specific thing. I was sitting, this was a few years ago, I'm sitting on the couch with my eldest. We're reading a book together. And as I'm sitting there, I see my two younger ones. who were probably three and four at the time, maybe four and five. Doesn't matter, right? They're young, okay? And I'm sitting there reading with my eldest. And I look over and I see the two of them kind of creeping, kind of like tiptoeing past us. They went Eyebrow of suspicion. Uh-huh. They went into the bathroom and I saw them Eyebrow walking of suspicion. Back, back past us, creeping with wet paper towels. And both my eldest and I looked up, looked at them, looked at each other and went, what are they doing? And I looked <laughs> at the book and I said, we got two pages left in this chapter. I don't think I want to know yet. So we finished reading our chapter and I followed to where they were creeping back in the playroom. Anyway, they got a whole thing of glitter and um, they dumped it on accident. Oh, but were they trying to clean it up? They were. They were because they had like a jug of chunky red glitter 
and yeah. one of them knocked it and it spilled all over the Barbie dream house. Mm-hmm. And so it was, I mean, and it was like one of those bigger containers. It yeah. wasn't like one of the tiny ones. It was a bigger one. And so when it spilled, they're like, oh, well, we'll clean that up with wet paper towels, which now made it unsweepable. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was wet. So, but it was one of those, it was so independent because they yeah. did make a mistake and they've seen me clean things before and they went, yeah. oh, we can handle that. We're just not going to tell mom we dumped the glitter because yeah. then the glitter gets put up, right? But like the glitter still got put up, but I didn't, I did not discipline in that moment. Yeah. Because they did do the right thing after doing the wrong thing. And that's the thing I want to teach them to do more of. Yeah. Well, and when Abby started the tomato soup, I did not know that she had started the tomato soup. She just went in there and started cooking. I was elsewhere working on something else. Mm-hmm. So I could have easily been like, put your hand on top of the thing. That's right. going to solve the entire problem. Just put your hand on top of the blender lid. Do not just yeah. turn it on. But she wanted to do it independently. She mm-hmm. she knew she had the skills. She had yeah. the knowledge. She had the permission. And she was proud of herself. And she was proud of herself. But I was like, ma'am, every yeah. once in a while, you have to believe that I am still the adult with a little yeah. bit more knowledge on board. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that it's in those moments that you recognize, like, as a parent, it is still, it doesn't matter how old they are. If you turn your head for one second. <laughs> Yeah. Does you ever see that? Like someone will post something on the internet and it's like some chaos happened and they're like, I literally turned my head for one minute. And anyone who isn't a parent is in the comments like, I don't believe that you were only gone for a minute. Right. Oh my God. Like, so no, neglectful. You, no. Mm-hmm. no. No, it was one minute. Probably less. It probably took four seconds somehow. Yeah. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, It really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories, so you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. The other phase that I'm excited and really struggling in right now is not because I dislike what my kid is doing, but because I know there is literally nothing I can or should do. And that is teen time management. So I struggle with adult time management. I know. I know. I do too. That that wasn't a, yes, I know Tori. I fucking know. That was just you know, yeah, uh, that's but, I'm that's what too. I'm saying. It must be really hard to help a teen with that when you are yeah. also someone who struggles with it. Well, and I'm a I'm a big fan of the failure method, especially if I'm right there to help you pick up the pieces. I will let you fall down and be right there with the band aid, especially if I've given you forewarning. Hey, I don't think this is going to go the way you think. If you've been building the skills and you're letting them fly, and then they fall. Right, that I, makes sense. And and theoretically, I see it coming. I know this is going to be a problem. Specifically. My eldest can now drive a car. So one third of the mom taxi service is shuttered. It's terrifying. And she works for the school running the cameras for athletic games because we live stream all of our stuff. Somebody has to be behind that camera. My daughter works for the school to run that camera for the live stream and she runs cross country. So at one point she had a cross country event followed by a football game because it was in football season. And the very next day she had another cross country event. And I was like, 
ma'am, I need you to know, maybe you tap in one of your other people to do this particular football game because it was a very far away football game. They weren't going to be getting home until two in the morning. And she had a cross country meet that she had to report at 645 in the morning. I was like, ma'am, I know you feel invincible, but priorities are important. Okay. You are allowed to prioritize which of these things cross country is definitely more important to you than running the cameras for the video games. Uh, You are well within your right to be like, look, I just came off an event. I can't do this one football game. Tell them in advance. You're allowed to ask for time off. This is a job. Isn't that such a hard parenting skill is to teach our kids to ask for help or to set boundaries. Yes. Because with other, with their friends, they're pretty good at it. Yeah. But when it comes to having to talk to an adult, Uh they're like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. And it's like, no, their job is to help you. Like they went to school to make not enough money to help you. (laughs) Yes. That's what if you don't ask for help, they're bored. Okay, like that's what they're there for. And like you're not (laughs) leaving anyone in a lurch. There are other kids on this group who can run that camera. You're okay. And she's like, no, no, I can get it. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay. She wasn't good, was she? She wasn't good. She wasn't good at all. (laughs) She made it through the first event. She made it through um, the football game. She woke up on time. She made it to the place. And she put up her worst time of the season. And not just by a couple seconds, but nowhere near what she can do on her worst day. She took her worst day and made it worse. Proud of her for showing up, though. I, yeah, and I'll give her props. She she committed to all those things, and she upheld her commitments, but when she came home, she was so disappointed. Aww. And she walked in. I was like, how'd you do? And she told me what her time was. I was like, did you try your best? She goes, no, because I shouldn't have gone to the football game. I could have done my best if I went to the football game. I was like, yeah. She goes, are you going to do the told you so dance? I was like, it feels like you're doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feel, feels like the lesson yeah. was learned. I don't, but I don't need like, to pile on. It's a thing with the preteen and teen brain where mm-hmm. you can tell them. You, and, and I think it's important. It's one of those things we talk about where there's no avoiding it, even though it feels mm-hmm. like it should be avoidable. But yeah. when we're talking about preteens and teenagers, we can tell them the same important, useful information and yep. give them the tools a million times and they will totally understand it, mm-hmm. take that in, and then say, I don't care what you said though. Yeah. Like, and not and not in like a belligerent way where they're mm-hmm. like blowing you off. It just they have to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And they have no. to be able to say, Well, mom was right. Like that's somehow a part of that learning. I had to convince my kid who had missed a day at school that it was okay yeah. to email her teacher and ask a question. She's like, I've never like just emailed someone. I said, mm-hmm. I hear you. Yep. I hear you. That is that seems like a really big step. I said, I need you to know, though, as adults, we run on email. That yeah. is that is one of the most used things, way more than like the Google Classroom you use. Although, has your daughter emailed you yet? Because it is a surreal experience to get an email from your own kid. Yeah, from school. But she emailed me because her friend needed to message her mom and couldn't figure out how to use her own email. So I get an email from my kid, but it's her friend saying, can you text my mom? And I was like, yeah, I can. It is weird. It is weird. But I remember when my kid was a toddler and I was like, I can't wait till she can text me someday. And now when she texts me, she just says, hey, mom, you lost the game. (laughs) Damn it. Tori. You're welcome. You all lost the game. The game was never a phase. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I am sorry to everyone who just lost the game. I really hope we have listeners left at all, because I'm pretty sure half our audience just threw their phone. That's okay. I'm not sorry. But anyway, like, like if, we're, if we're looking at the phases in our lives, like, sure, some of them we might look back at and cringe, but I think that phases are so important. Like, we're not going to love all of them. But looking back, that's really what makes us who we are. Yeah. It's it's that step of phases. It's that timeline of phases and what things mm-hmm. we end up actually bringing with us through our life and what things we said, well, I learned something from that, but it wasn't for me. Like every piece of that is so important. Yeah. It, it makes you who you are. Like I have a catalog of tattoos of things that I don't really do anymore. I have a Magic the Gathering tattoo because for a while that was an important phase that I was in. That 
answered a lot of questions, not just about the game, but about what it was okay to like, who I could like these things with. That was weirdly Magic the Gathering was a very exploratory stage for me. I love these stages that we represent in tattoos on our bodies, right? Because it's yeah. not, it doesn't have to be meaningful with the deep meaning. It can mean something else. Like I have a Tauntaun tattoo. I don't like Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. I don't like, and I tried, I tried, but I didn't watch it till I was an adult. And the hype around it was not lived up to watching yeah. it as an adult without the nostalgia behind it. But I don't hate Star Wars. But why I have that Tauntaun tattoo is because my brother and I, when we were kids, it's one of my favorite memories. We would play Star Wars Battlefronts. And the Tauntauns, I, at my age of like 10, 11, maybe, Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were called a Tauntaun, and so I came up with my own name for them, which was, was the Dog Onk and Crew Goat Dog. <laughs> and to this day, this is a joke between my brother and I. And so I have that tattooed on my arm, and I have only seen like two and a half Star Wars movies. <laughs> like but that was that was a phase, right? Like, and that's a fun story. That is a piece of who I am, even mm-hmm. though the Star Wars movies aren't my fandom. Like, yeah. that's so it's so fun. Phases are fun. That's, that's what I think. Phases are necessary. Oh, that was the timer. Oh, you're right. Jeez. Oh my God, that was, okay. I was going to tell more tattoo stories, but you know, whatever, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Childproof from Betches Media. We would love to hear what your least and favorite stages were. Email us at childproof at betches.com. And be sure to give us a follow. I am Tori Phantom in the places. She's Mama Cusses. And make sure you're following at Betches Moms on Instagram, too. Tune in every Wednesday when you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a rating. We love reading them. And remember, sometimes our kids are the assholes. And sometimes it's us. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacow and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sassone. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at, at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email at childproof at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy, perfectly blending refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, there's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. My favorite flavor is the lemon. The mandarin orange is my favorite flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.